In Jesus' name, guide my words and impact the ears of every single person listening to this podcast. Amen. Welcome back to Season 1, Episode 12 of the Grow With Me podcast. Today's episode is titled Tunnel Vision. I'm so excited for this episode. Stay tuned. Stay till the end. Go get your notebook and your pen or your notes app. You don't want to miss this episode. It's going to be a lot of gems dropped. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Grow With Me podcast. I am so excited for these episodes because lately I've just been speaking like no notes, no nothing, no, no nothing, literally just you, me, and Jesus. (laughs) So today's episode is actually on tunnel vision, and I'm going to explain to you guys what that is, what that really looks like as we go on to this episode, but I'm going to get straight to the point, and yeah, let's go ahead. So Tunnel vision is something that is really important to me. And I actually just wrote about it in my book, my new book, not the other one. So I wrote it about it in my new book. It's called Heart Over Hustle. So I'm actually going to read to you guys the whole page. And no, I am not talking about the actual tunnel vision because, you know, the actual tunnel vision isn't really a good thing. Um, Tunnel vision is like when you can't see like... It's a loss of a person's peripheral vision. So, and it can happen due to migraines, glaucoma, diabetic, just different things, stroke. I don't even know how to pronounce the word. But no, I'm talking about a different form of tunnel vision. And I'm going to just read to you what I wrote. So maybe, you know, that'll help you understand it more. So in Heart Over Hustle, I wrote tunnel vision. Tunnel vision is when you're so focused on a particular thing that you cannot see anything else. When it comes to your passion, it is a good thing to have tunnel vision. I want you all to be so focused on Jesus and avoid anything that may take your focus off him. When you have your eyes on the prize, you have a higher chance of receiving that prize. Do not lose sight of your passion. Do not compare yourself to your neighbor because of how things are going for them or because you are not where you want to be. What the Lord has for you will always be for you, and he will never send your package to the wrong address. So tunnel vision to me, as you can see based off what I wrote, based on what I wrote, is literally when my eyes are so focused on me, on my purpose, my passion that God gave to me, that I don't, I'm not looking at somebody else's. Like, I'm so focused on my plate. And I'm not going to let my food get cold because I'm just focused on what somebody else has on their plate. No. Tunnel vision looks like putting yourself first. Like, you know when people say, oh, yeah, I need to focus on me. Yeah. Tunnel vision. And the thing about tunnel vision is when you're so focused on yourself, it gives room for you to love yourself more. And I think love is something that you really need to have. Not even, you know, speaking from the entrepreneurial standpoint. But as a person, self-love is so important because literally, if you don't love yourself, who will? If you don't put yourself first, who will? Like, just think about that. Like, self-love, they say it's the best love, in my opinion, because that literally helps you love everything else and everyone else properly. Like, when I love myself, I'm able to 
see the things that I like, you know, appreciate myself, appreciate what God has done in my life. And when I love myself, I naturally spread love to others because of how much I love myself. Like not in a cocky way, but in a in a Christian way, like in a in a God-filled, spirit-filled way. Like, for example, what is love? Love is patient, love is kind. It doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it's not proud. So we're just going to look at those few definitions really quickly. So what does being patient look like? Like when we're talking about self-love. Be, love, like being patient with yourself. Like for example, if there's something um, that you're doing, like for example, I like to sew and you know, that's my business. I, I sew things for people and being patient with myself would be like if I'm creating a new item, like I just started making bikinis a few like like a month ago. So when I started, I was really patient with the process. Like I wasn't rushing it because I realized that this is my work and there's value inside of my work. So it's okay to take my time with my work. Like because I love what I'm doing, because I love the outcome of what I'm going to receive. I'm going to be patient with myself. I'm not going to beat myself up if I don't get it right the first time. I'm just going to start over and I'm going to keep trying until I get it because it's something I love because I need to be patient with myself and because I love myself. I love what I'm doing. So literally like self-love is the best love. Like when I'm patient with myself, if I'm placed in a situation where I need to be patient with somebody else, I will know how to handle that because I've been in that situation before. I'm built for this. I'm made for this. I did this before. And that's why, you know, experience isn't always the best teacher, but it's a great teacher. Like, because I'm experienced in this, I know how to handle it if it came up again. Like, love is patient, kind. Like, be kind to yourself. Be more patient with yourself. Don't envy anybody. Don't boast. That's why when I wrote about tunnel vision, I really, really think it's important. Like, it goes hand in hand to not envying your neighbor. Like, I'm not going to look at what somebody else has because I'm focused on what God is doing in my life. Because honestly, like, okay, let's just say like I'm driving. If I am driving and I'm supposed to be focused on my vehicle, most importantly, of course, I care about the other vehicles around me. But if I mess up with my vehicle, then like it will affect the people around me, which is why I'm saying it's so important to put yourself first. Like, of course, care for the other cars, but you have to care for yourself first so that you can care for the other cars. I'm going to explain in case anybody's confused. So like, um, for example, when I'm driving, I'm focused on are my mirror straight? Is my seat adjusted to a level where I'm able to drive comfortably, not just for me, but for the passengers in the car? And is everything all right? Is the music, you know, not too loud? Is it going to affect my driving? Like, is everything okay in my car so that I can properly do what I'm supposed to do, do what I'm called to do to get to my destination. And now since everything's okay, I can properly drive for the other people that are in my car and also the other cars that are around me. Because if you're not comfortable in your car, you know, your car could be shaking and stuff and you can end up in a car accident affecting the other drivers around you. But when you are comfortable, you have a better chance of also, you know, giving the other cars a comfortable drive. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's really important to put yourself first. Like, now, when we get into tunnel vision, what does that look like? No matter what you're doing this life, I believe that you're supposed to help somebody else. No doubt about it. Like, if I'm called to sing, like, and I sing for the glory of God, that is minister. 
that's ministering to somebody's spirit that can that can get somebody saved like a gospel song can really be the starting point of someone's christian walk journey like anything that you do you should be able to say oh yeah i helped a fellow brethren so when i'm focused on my calling and i'm not comparing myself to other people oh she sings better than me oh she's been singing longer than me oh her voice is she knows how to hit these notes nah bruh i'm focused on okay how can i hit those notes that god wants me to hit oh how can i improve as a singer oh how can i do this and when you're focused on yourself you are literally elevating yourself and it's inspiring to see when people are only focused on their plate, like not not necessarily only focused on their plate, but in the moment they're focused on how they can become better because it gives other people hope that, wow, this person really started from the bottom and then beat the odds. Like, so it gives other people hope. Wow, if they did it, then I can start from the bottom too and beat the odds. I, I, I see what they did. So I'm going to also focus on myself, you know, ask God questions, ask him to reveal to me um, the things that I need to learn. And I'm going to be patient with the process so I can truly get to where I need to be. It's okay to have tunnel vision. It's a good thing. I am focused on my calling. I'm focused on my walk. I'm not going to compare myself in a negative way to anybody else because what God has for me is going to be for me. You know, this one pastor said he's never going to send your mail to the wrong address. I believe I said that on this podcast before, but literally God is never going to send your mail to the wrong address. What God has for you is always going to be for you. And you have to stand on that. You have to see it. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. The people perish. And the people perish for the lack of knowledge. So I encourage you today to go out and research. And I know you're probably like, oh, Chelsea, why would I want to do that? But believe it or not, listening to this podcast is research. You're growing in knowledge, right? You know, so you're not perishing because you're growing in knowledge. You're not lacking knowledge by listening to this podcast. You're growing in knowledge, you know, and I I do this research, too, so that, you know, these podcast episodes can be life changing so that you will not go back the same way you came so that you will be better today than you were yesterday. You know, so tunnel vision. I'm focused on my calling. I'm focused on what God is doing in my life. So that I can be the best that I can be. So that I can become everything that God called me to be. And I can also affect everyone that's around me in a positive light. So I encourage you. Go out and research. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? Not in the next 10 years. Not in the next 5 years. Not in the next year. I mean, I'm eventually going to ask you that. But where do you see yourself right now? Yeah. I know that was pretty sudden. (laughs) But where do you see yourself right now? Like, where do you see yourself right now? What do you see yourself doing? Where did you want to be right now? Are you there right now? And if you're not, that's okay. Because what's the first thing the Bible says love is? Love is patient. So you have to be patient with the process. And you have to be patient with yourself. You also have to remember that God's timing is not your timing. The Bible says that. My thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. Wow. We don't always think like God. And we don't always do things the way God does it. And just understand that like you can have tunnel vision, but pray that it aligns with God's vision for you. I want you guys to figure out what your vision is, where you see yourself 
right now, today. And if you're not there, what you're going to do to get there by, let's just say, a certain time. But do not be discouraged if it doesn't happen on that timeline because God does not operate on human time. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11, he has made all things beautiful in its time. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1, it says there's a time for everything. And we just have to trust in that. We have to stand on that because God is all powerful. He knows things that we don't. He sees the things that we can't. He makes the moves that we wouldn't. And he hears the things that we don't hear. So we really have to trust in that. But have a vision for your life. What do you want to become when you get older? What do you want to be now? What do you want to do? What type of people you do you want to be around? What's the community that you want to be around? Where do you want to live? Like, ask yourself these questions. You're not too young to start thinking about this stuff because where there is no vision, the people perish. I encourage you to have a vision for your life. Create a vision board. One of my good friends, he has a vision board and he literally keeps track of did I win today or did I lose today? Like, and he has a magic number, like always saying like the good should outweigh the bad. And I want you guys to do just that because we're human, you know, not everything is going to happen the way we thought. And it's not always going to happen the way we wanted. But if we win more than we lose, then we won. And if God is for us, who could be against us? Like, please don't get discouraged. Like when you have that vision for your life, even if it's not what, you know, your family visions for your life or your friend's vision for your life, if that is what God visions for your life, that's all that matters. If God is for us, who can be against us? I have never been failed by following what God told me to do, even when it didn't look like it. Like, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to be transparent on this podcast because, you know, it's my podcast and, you know, I'm saying grow with me. So if I want to, I want, if I want you guys to grow with me, I'm going to be transparent on here. I just dropped my second book um, this past week and I expected that it would, you know, do more numbers than the first one. You know, I was so comfortable with what God did with the first one. So I believed that he was going to do what he did with the first one the same way that he was going to do it with the second one. And boy, was I wrong. Um, I don't really think I got as much support with the second one. I don't know if it's because I already, you know, had a first one or like people kind of may have seen the second one coming. I don't know what it was, but... God told me to put it out at this time. And I was really following what God was telling me to do with this book. And like, even though I didn't see the results that I had expected or the results that I thought, I'm content and I'm confident because I understand that God's thoughts aren't my thoughts and his ways aren't my ways. And I'm not really focused on what anyone else is doing. I'm just focused on what God called me to do. I'm having that tunnel vision with this. So that's why I'm able to say that I can trust in God completely and have this overwhelming confidence. And that's where I apply my favorite verse. Philippians 1 verse 6 says, being confident of this very thing, not anything else, but this very thing. It says, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So I'm confident in that. I'm confident in that. Even if I don't see the results that I expected right now, I have no idea what God is about to do in my life. And according to the Bible, he does things that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. It hasn't even entered into the heart of man, the type of things that he has planned for those that he loves or those that love him. So I'm just going to keep having this tunnel vision. I'm going to keep on focusing on what I want. 
and I'm going, I, what I do is I make a list of the things that I want and the goals that I made. And then I set out, okay, how am I going to accomplish it? And I'll write down different ways because, you know, faith without works is dead. Come on. Like we can pray, we can pray, we can pray, we can pray, but we also have to work, you know, vision without direction is mm-mm, it's dead. <laughs> like imagine you can see Disney World, but you don't know how to get there. Or imagine you want to go to Starbucks and you can vision yourself drinking that vanilla iced coffee, but you don't know how to get there. So what we're going to do before we get off here, we're going to pray for tunnel vision, guidance, direction. Tunnel vision, guidance, and direction. I also want to pray for content, like us to be content with what we have, because the Bible says in Psalm 37, 25, something so powerful. He says, I'm young and I'm now, I was young and I'm now old. It's not word for word, but he was young and he's now old, but he's never seen the righteous forsaken or begging for bread. Like what? That means that God always provides for the righteous. He always makes a way, even when there seems to be no way. And it says, be content with what you have, because God said, I will never leave you or forsake you. He will never leave us or forsake us. So we really got to stand on God's word, man. By the way, the verse for that scripture was Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. And I'm just going to close it out in prayer, Lord. Thank you for gathering every single person that was able to tune into this podcast, Lord. Even if they just skip to this part, Lord, thank you for allowing them to come to the exact part that you needed them to come to, Lord. I pray that you give them direction, Lord. Give them the vision to only see what you called them to do, to to focus on what you called them to do so that they can also impact other people around them. Lord, I just pray that you give them guidance, Lord, on how to get there. The Bible says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, Lord. Let your word to be a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path. Lord, let them to stay with you in quiet time, Lord. If you're not going to go there, don't let them Don't let them even think about going there, Lord. If you didn't permit that path, Lord, don't even let them to go down that path, Lord. Give them guidance and give them direction, Lord. Your word is a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight, Lord. Help them to not trust in their their human self, but let them to trust in you with all of their heart, leaving absolutely nothing, Lord. Make their path straight, Lord. Give them vision, Because where there is no vision, the people perish. Give them direction. Give them guidance. And let them to continue to grow. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, guys, for gathering on this podcast to be able to listen to this. I really hope you learned a thing or two. Make sure you write down anything that you learned or what stood out to you. Because God could be speaking to you right now. And I'll see you guys next Sunday on the Grow With Me podcast. And by the way, thank you so much for listening to me because more countries are being added and I did not expect this. And make sure you purchase both of my books on designsbychels.com, How to Be a Young Boss, and Hard Over Hustle. Bye. Love you guys.